0: Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Founders of international skincare brand Sukin have recently launched an Australian native skincare range, Alkira Skincare. Beauty entrepreneurs and siblings Alison and Simon have joined forces once again, creating a vegan-friendly and cruelty-free brand comprising of 16 products that offer skincare solutions across five categories. The affordable brand means bright and sunny in the Australian Indigenous language, showcasing the benefits derived from Australia's flora. Together, when they're combined with an array of natural botanicals, they help deliver clear, hydrated and radiant skin. In this episode, Allison joins me where we have a candid chat about launching the new brand as COVID-19 hit how they had to change their marketing strategy, and the beautiful products within this new range. Hi, Alison. Thank you so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Well, I think this is the first, in fact, I know this is the first time that I've ever interviewed another Alison on the Mindful Biz podcast, and we spell our names the same way as well. I know, so it's going to be quite confusing for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> so before we kick into it, I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone. So
1: where do I start? So I'm Alison Goodja. I'm a busy mum of three trying to launch a brand in a pandemic whilst homeschooling. So in a nutshell, I'm
0: tired. <laughs> Isn't
1: <laughs> so that um... crazy?
0: When you put that in one sentence, it just sounds <sighs> crazy. I would never have imagined that we would end up here.
1: When we first um, thought of launching a brand new skincare brand, we were so excited at the prospect and we had all of our distributors and our suppliers in place and we thought this will be an easy process for us and then, of course, COVID-19 hit and it just flipped everything on its head and so we're just faced with all sorts of different challenges that I never in a million years thought I would have been facing and all the while trying to do that and look after three kids at home so it's just been this really crazy period but oh my gosh on the side of it now which is good isn't it yeah when do your kids go back to school um, they don't go back to school well, my youngest, I've got one in an ELC. She's three-year-old, so she started back last week, but then I've got two in high school. They don't go back till the 9th of June, which is I think the same
0: for New South Wales. Ours have actually already gone back. So I've got two oh, teenage really? boys, yeah, and they right. went back full-time last week, but the rest mm-hmm. of New South Wales went back today. But I have to say oh. they were so excited because they said of course they were finding homeschooling just so much extra work. Like They were sitting there until yep. 10 o'clock nearly oh, every single goodness. night. Yeah, so they're it's happy. a lot for them, and I think
1: teenage children need their people as well. Yeah. They need to be around kids their age. They need to be social. They need their
0: activities. So, I think it'll be a great thing for their mental health just to get back into school. Oh yes, and the parents' mental health. Now tell and us, parents, yes. tell us all about your new brand.
1: So Alkira is the name of the brand. So it was a brand that came to us about a couple of years ago. So Simon being my brother and I used to have Sukin, which is another skincare brand in the marketplace. And so just as we had sold Sukin back in 2015 and just as we were leaving Sukin, we had ingredient suppliers started to present to, um, to us some really exciting developments that they'd been working on in the Australian native extract space So with sukin, we had used the obvious extracts like kakadu plum and um, lemon aspen, but what we found really exciting were there there were these native extracts such as Davidson plum and kangaroo paw and finger lime caviar that we hadn't quite heard of before. And so... And, you know, they all sort of were delivering active and multifunctional benefits in skincare. So understanding and incorporating these ingredients into a range just became my project um, over time. And so that's how we arrived at Alkira. Right. So we launched um, only a few weeks ago, but it just over Easter, so in April, and we launched out with 16 products that sit within – in different categories we've got brightening we've got hydrating detoxifying and refining but they all have um key sort of ingredient uh, australian native complex ingredients that um that carry each range
0: yeah they're so beautiful i'm actually using the moisture restoring night cream at the moment and it's lush i love it oh good i'm glad i'm always i always love hearing good feedback Yeah, my goodness. So what would you say um, are some of the favourite products in the range from your point of view? I mean, I know that's really hard to narrow down. But are there any yeah, standouts that, for you that you really there love? Are.
1: There actually are. So I've been using products that sit within our brightening range. So our brightening range consists of that Australian native complex of finger lime caviar, kwandong and kakadu plums, are really rich in vitamin C, which is good for me because I have mature skin. Same. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got two products that I use religiously. So one would be the vitamin C facial oil. So that's um, something that I would use after I cleanse and it's got 14 nourishing plant and nut oils that all deliver different sort of functions. So antioxidants or essential fatty acids, vitamins. So it's keeping the skin hydrated, nourished and soft, which is what I love. And it's got the two ingredient call outs being Kakadu Plum, which is obviously rich in vitamin C. And then we've got rosehip oil as well, which is full of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory fatty acids. So it's a great oil for my skin type so that I can wake up with this beautiful, dewy, glowy, um, plump skin. Yeah. And then yeah. i pair that with probably my favourite product that I've created in my whole long career of um, skincare, which is the antioxidant night cream. So that is this supercharged, luxurious buttery cream that has that vitamin C complex, but it's also got things like um, carrot and turmeric, hip, pomegranate, acai, macadamia. It's just got all of these beautiful, um, nourishing plant extracts in there. So that's probably, they're probably my two favourites. So it's the oil first, then the night cream. Amazing. Yeah, vitamin C is such a great
0: ingredient, isn't it? It's such a good
1: ingredient and I mean, our um, typically the natives that we use within Alkira are rich in vitamin C and antioxidants and vitamin C is one of those great um, topical products to use because it's acidic. So what it does, it triggers our skin to accelerate the production of collagen and elastin. So it keeps it nice and plump and it's great for that those sort of anti-aging
0: um, effects that a lot of us are looking for. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think no matter what age you are, everyone's looking for anti-aging products. Mm -hmm. if thinking talking about the anti-aging um products like what are the key products in the range that you would go for if you wanted to do like you know everything with your brand for anti-aging
1: Oh, so I stick within those brightening that those brightening yeah. products. So I use the Illuminous Gel Cleanser, which is a Peg and sulfate free cleanser. So and we also um, pair that with some nourishing oils that like we've got olive and coconut oil and shea butter. So it's one of those um facial framing facial cleansers that don't leave your skin feeling stripped, which I loathe. So it leaves it feeling nice and nourishing, and that's important for skin health anyway. And then I use that. The vitamin C oil and the and the um, and the cream. And we've got we've got four different masks that sit within the range. Um, the one that I tend to gravitate towards is the mineral radiance mask because it has a whole lot of goodness in there, rich in vitamin C again, and it's got those fruit enzymes of pineapple and papaya, so it just sweeps away dead skin cells. And you know that it's got you so know butters. Oh my god, it's amazing! So it's sort of this multifunctional mask that delivers. You know, it's illuminating, it's hydrating, it's purifying, it's sort of. An, an all-rounder, which which I love. So, you know, developing these products with my formulator was really exciting because it's like, oh, how far can we take this? You know, it's always an exciting process when you launch um, a new brand and you develop new products because I just want to load it with everything that's amazing. Pull back the reins and say, just, you know, keep Within
0: your price your price range. <laughs> well, this is the other thing is that I find your products are so reasonably priced. Like the, as I was just talking about the the moisturising re- restoring night cream that I use. I mean, that's got a twenty four dollar <laughs> price point, which is fabulous, right. especially yes. with those products. In, with it, sorry, with those that's ingredients correct and they they're,
1: they're actually our most expensive products within the range so the range actually starts from 1695 which is the standard sort of daily facial moisturizers and then it heads up to that 2395 price point so um, they are affordable but that's but that's because we make them affordable in terms of um, keeping our margins low and that's the way we've always worked we work more on driving volume Um, with our Mm. brands and also because we're sold in those high volume retail outlets like pharmacy and they're very um price aware when you walk into when you buy product from pharmacies so you really need to keep them price competitive
0: Mm. so you know there's a whole lot of reasons why we keep them keep our prices low so good so Mm. how would you describe and this is a hard question at the moment with covid but how would you describe a typical work day for you right goodness that is such a hard question isn't it?
1: <laughs> well you know what my my a snapshot into my recent sort of workday is a far cry from my old work day because you know I've got this little three-year-old who likes to wake up before the sun so my days start early um at some point in those am hours I like to exercise and try and get a bit of time for myself but then you know I'm finding it really challenging getting some sort of routine in place during this process because I sit down and get work done and then all of a sudden someone's at me because they're hungry or they need help with homework or something. So my days are my days are pretty varied to be fair. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. It it is very difficult, isn't it? Especially with small children. Because they Mm -hmm. don't understand that you need to be doing work. (laughs) That's right.
1: And dads at home as well. You know, we're both trying to sort of work from the kitchen table. So it's just really challenging. But you know we're getting through it I mean of all the times to launch a new brand into market we
0: probably picked the worst time but whatever you just well you couldn't have predicted it so I assume like because of this you've had to really quickly change your launch strategy strategy to more of a digital strategy have you gone about this
1: Correct so we I mean it was almost like a race to the clock when we were launching Elkira because at that stage Scott Morrison was on the news every night updating everybody about what the next sort of process would be and I was thinking, my God, are we are we going to actually get these products out into market? And as it turned out, on the Monday, we were having all of our products shipped from our contract manufacturer to our warehouse. And on the Tuesday was when my buyers started to phone to say, look, now's not the right time to launch. So we're going to have to wait till later on in the year. And so, you know, within the space of 24 hours, I was looking at Simon, my brother, saying, well, we need to pivot this strategy quickly because we can't sit with a warehouse full of stock we need to start churning stock and so you know whilst digital was always on the agenda anyway it was sort of a a complement to bricks and mortar but now all of a sudden we've got more of a digitally focused sales strategy which is a learning curve for me because you know bricks and mortar was always my sort of specialty so Really, we're just sort of learning as we go on this one. But, we've, but, but surprisingly, and I think that's skincare in general. Skincare always tends to do quite well in economic downturns. And I think because a lot of people are sitting at home, they're bored, they've got more time on their hands. I don't know, but skincare does incredibly well. So we've, you know, we launched only in April and, we're almost sold out of the vitamin C plus facial oil. I've got another order coming in. So, you
0: know, it's actually done quite well, surprisingly. That's so good. And are the majority of people buying direct via your website? They are. That's right. Yep even better for
1: you yeah yeah and look it just it just gives us that um direct communication channel with those customers as well so yes they're buying from us but then we can check in with them to say hey what did you think of the product and then therefore it just helps us um shape our dialogue and shape our marketing and uh, strategies around you know what they're thinking about the brand and the product themselves so that one-on-one dialogue is just invaluable yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Right. So there's 16 in the launch range. Do you plan to extend that range? Yes, I've actually got about six or seven, I can't remember, I think it's, we'll go with seven,
1: um, products that are currently in um, development at the moment, which I'm really excited about. So originally I was planning on launching them at the end of the year, but now that we're launching the full brand at the end of the year in bricks and mortar, I'll probably just hold off for a few months. But, so they'll come early in the new year.
0: Will they still be in the skincare um, category or are they branching out into different categories?
1: So um, a few of them will still be in skincare. They'll be a little bit more targeted and then we've got a couple that will sit within hand and body.
0: Yeah. Fabulous. My goodness. Mm. So, yeah, so what would you say? I mean, again, this is, this is um, I feel like we've already answered this question in a way, but what would you say the biggest hurdle you've faced so far has been? With with Alkira, yeah, with Alkira. So,
1: well, definitely launching a brand in a pandemic. I mean, was it, it's just been it's just been a challenge I think because when you launch a brand there's so much that goes into it in the background and you know you're working on it for 12 months and you're putting everything you've got into it not even in terms of just your own mental um exhaustion but also finances and so when it comes to D-Day and when it comes to launch day to have that just been ripped from underneath us was just really a, a very deflating time but you know, in business, you don't have time to sit on the floor and cry. You just have to go, okay, how do we change this? How do we pivot? How do we how do we make this work? Because, you know, we have to. You have no choice, but you have to. Yeah. And yeah. so you have to pound the pavement. You have to start, you know, phoning and, you know, just selling. selling any way we can.
0: Yeah. I mean, my gosh, that was just such a crazy, crazy time for everyone. And also, everyone. like, usually, like, these decisions everyone was making, like, usually you would have time to think and, you know, really work out whether you're making the right decision. But everything was just like constant like Band-Aid solution on Band-Aid solution just, you know, making such quick decisions and big ones as well.
1: That's right. Yeah. It, yeah. It really was. You had to think on your toes because of the pandemic came. It's almost like this tidal wave just fell upon us, wasn't it? It was mm. just one minute we were living our normal lives, and the next minute we we're in lockdown. It's like, oh, God, you didn't even have time. Yeah. It was still spinning. You didn't have time to think.
0: Yeah. And also, it was very much not knowing what we were dealing with and also the yes. timings of everything.
1: Mm.
0: That's right. Just you the, just, when there's no definitive end game, it's really challenging to put goals in place. Yeah. Um, with any business that you you have so you know it's been a challenge but we're almost on the better side of it now I think my gosh but you know what with every bad thing that happens no matter like when it happens there's always a silver lining and for you that's really you know getting to know your customer base right from the beginning and understanding them and what they want from you that's right, and the, and it's always good to find the silver lining in anything, isn't it?
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely, and that that that's the primary point of this is that we've just got some, some great um, one-on-one engagement, and that just helps us tremendously when it comes to you know devising those new products, new strategies. It gives us the opportunity to talk one-on-one with customers, and we did that really well with Sukin as well. We had an extraordinary. Um, customer engagement with that brand because we just took them along the journey with us. And so we'll do the same with Delkira. But when I say that, what I mean is that we had really engaged customers because we would talk to them and we would talk to them often but we would listen to them. So we'd say, what do you want us to do with the brand? What products do you want us to release with the brand? And they asked and we delivered and we always let them know that that is because you've asked. And so we're on this journey together. So, you know, customer engagement is just key to building a brand.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and as you say, listening to them as well because there's a lot of people that will listen to them and think, oh, no, no, that's not right and still go off and do their own thing, which is, you know, not the right thing to do. Yeah, exactly. So when you manage to, you know, get into the retail spaces, where can we find Mm you? So we'll be stocked in
1: Chemist Warehouse and Priceline and then we have our distributors hitting the road again as soon as they can over the next few months and then they'll start targeting those
0: independent reta- uh, independent pharmacies again. So it'll be a pharmacy-led room. Right, right. But in the meantime, everyone can always find you find your products on your website. Alkira skincare.com. Yeah. So it we spell Alkira, spell A-L- K-I-R-A, skincare.com.au yeah <laughs> fabulous that is so great well Alison thank you so much for joining us here today you're welcome it's always lovely to
1: chat